0: Hi, I'm Holly Kate's personal stylist and style coach extraordinaire.
1: Hi, I'm Nolan Meter, celebrity stylist, shopping messiah, and accessory addict.
0: We are the best friends that you never knew that you needed. We are the industry insiders and fashion's odd couple. In both of our everyday lives and at industry events, we see the best and unfortunately the worst in clothing and style. We are fashion partners in crime dedicated to stopping the most heinous of all fashion crimes on the street, the runways, and
1: beyond. Join us as we take you inside our world, spilling the secrets of our experiences in the industry and inside our minds, judging people in the most loving way possible, most of the time, and stopping (laughs) fashion criminals dead in their crocs. It's more important than just the do's and don'ts. Jump on the Hot Mess Express as we teach you how to be your best and most stylish self
0: hey hi hey 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 hello and howdy this is holly Kate, your favorite personal stylist on the fashion crimes podcast with my sidekick my brother from another mother very gay mother celebrity stylist and my bestie mr nolan meter hello hello molly is this the fourth time we've talked today or the fifth i can't remember
1: i mean i can look but i'm sure it's at least number four <laughs> And people say we're codependent.
0: I mean, like it's unhealthy, but I just want to say to everyone, thank you for listening. This is sort of a pity interview with between just the two of us, because Nolan always says I'm always right. You can fight about it now. We can fight about it later. But here's the biggest issue. When people buy me fragrance, I like it and I think it's fine and it lasts me I would say, oh, 10 years when someone gives me a bottle of fragrance, I don't have a preference. I don't disown anybody for giving me a Britney Spears fragrance versus a Lady Gaga fragrance versus whatever they sell. It just doesn't matter to me until the sheriff came in town.
1: Nolan, want to take that? Yes. And so I have, I've always been a very big fragrance person since I was probably 11 or 12 years old and got my first bottle of Gucci. <laughs> since the womb, but okay. Since the womb, pretty much. And I I just think it, it, it's like an extension of your outfit. And so like having a really great fragrance. And now sometimes I overdo it. If, if like when you get a new one and you're experimenting with, you know, how long it lasts, sometimes you overdo it. Like when I first got the Labo Santal 33, you could smell it from 10 miles away, which is annoying. But I just think, the most glamorous people and the people with the best style have like a signature scent or a few and wear perfume. So I've never seen Holly wear it. And the first time I went to her house, I was in her closet and I found this beautiful little box of Bond number nine. And I was like, why don't you wear this? She's like, eh, I don't really care. And that was what, three years ago? I've
0: had it forever. And I do use their little sample bottles and I really like it. And then when I go to Sephora or whatever, I get Samps, you know, I have them in my drawer and I'm like, Oh, I'll try this. But I only wear it when I go out. The argument is to wear it every day, regardless of whether you're going out or not. Should I wear it every day? I, I
1: think you should. I think everybody should wear it every day, whether you're just going to the, the grocery store or whatever. But it's like, it's nice because like when I smell certain fragrances, it makes me think of certain people. It's an emotional thing, I think.
0: I don't know why I didn't get that gene, and I'm worried about like my deodorant. And then is it gonna like smell different with my deodorant?
1: Like I don't know. No, because deodorant's not supposed to be like it's not supposed to smell. It's just supposed to make you not smell. If you know what I? If you get the, if you get what I mean. I know. So like, I just think. I'm a a very big fan of fragrances. And so I've been bitching at Holly for three and a half years. It's like, you need to buy a fragrance. She's like, I don't want to spend money on that. And I know like one of your biggest things, it's like the same thing with the room diffusers. Once they're gone, you don't refill them. You just have to buy a new one. And I know that annoys you. That's so annoying. But it's normal. That's what people do. You just got to do it. Because it's weird to not have a good fragrance. If you're wearing a fabulous amazing outfit of runway things and you have an Hermes bag and people like, why doesn't she, why isn't she wearing perfume? That's so weird.
0: But let me tell you this. When Jonathan and I first got together, he told me that it is considered unprofessional to wear cologne, like in business meetings and things like that. And too much perfume I, so that has always kind of stuck with me so he doesn't wear any. Bitch, where either. are
1: you going to boardrooms <laughs> let me when are you going to boardrooms am
0: I missing something this is from shut up this is from before I was asking Jonathan I said why don't you wear cologne and he said it's considered unprofessional if someone can smell it's kind of like when you smoke like you're not supposed to smoke
1: before you go because people can smell it I'm sure that I, was a, I'm I'm sure that was at one time a thing and I'm sure in some places it still is. But these days, maybe it's just my neighborhood, but when I'm at home, I can smell people on the street like not, not in a bad way. <laughs> well, I can you can smell people on the street in a bad way, but like if I'm walking down Madison like people walking by, a guy wearing like a camel coat and a sweater and jeans walked by me and smelled like one of the Francis Cartagena ones, I was like, oh, okay. So like, that's nice. I, I think it's like another dimension of having great style. So I think that along with offices being more casual, I'm sure that's changing too. Now I don't, I'm not saying bathe yourself in it and like choke people, <laughs> but I mean, one or two sprays isn't going to kill someone. It isn't going to say, oh my God, they're so unprofessional. It might have at one time, but I think, you know, the workplace is obviously, well, right now it's just your living room. So maybe don't wear it to the living room, but I mean, I feel like the workplace is getting more casual. He
0: had always said that, that it's just considered you're not supposed to come in smelling like a bottle of cologne, which I get that. And I guess it's the same like old lady perfume if they wear it too much. But that's another question I have. How much is too much? Where do you spray it? I know where you spray it, but then does it last? And then I, it so that's kind of the where the great the blurred line is for me. Like I spray. Well, one, let's two, unpack that. Okay. And then I do a walkthrough, you know, a and
1: then walk through it. Don't do that. That's that just wastes it. So, okay. Okay. There are four ish different kinds. Of, so there's eau de cologne, which is the weakest concentration of actual perfume.
0: Is that toilet water?
1: No. Then there's eau de toilette, which is the, which is still very light, but can last, I think it was like three to four hours, whatever. Then you have, which, but three to four hours is aggressive. I think the Eau de Toilette, like, I don't even buy Eau de Toilettes anymore. I can't, like, I like a strong, if you like a super light fragrance, then you'll be fine with it. But I like super powerful. Fragrance.
0: So wait, let me, can I
1: ask questions
0: during this? So if you buy an Eau de Toilette, is that, does it say that on the bottle? Yes. Or- oh, it does. They're all
1: labeled. Okay. And okay. so, and some fragrances don't only come, and actually let's be honest, most fragrances only come as one. The exception being, so next is Eau de- Parfum, which is the, the stronger,
0: most common,
1: yeah, which is the, the most common, okay. also more expensive. So the more concentrated it is, the more expensive it gets. Okay. And then you then also, some brands now are doing extra to perfume, which is like an extract, which is very, very, very strong. And those can be extremely expensive, but one spray is enough to do your whole outfit for a day or two, it, it lasts. So it's sort of a, a cost per wear thing. And it also depends on if you like a super light and airy fragrance, you might be fine with an eau de toilette. But personally, I like an eau de perfume or a an X-ray if I can financially justify it, because they're very expensive.
0: But does it last longer when you buy a yes. strong? I guess it does. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, it also depends on who makes it, right? Like a fragrance from let's say Sephora, like a Chanel number no. five. Chanel number no. five is one of few that comes in different variations. The one that's $85 is gonna be a hell of a lot different than the one that's 325.
0: And then how long is the bottle supposed to last you? So that's another thing. Depends on
1: how often you wear it. It's not supposed to last you. It's sort of what you do with it. Now, if I believe you should wear a fragrance every day, because I just think it's a way of, you know, it's a different pre- like dimension of presenting yourself to the world, right? Mm-hmm. And so it also depends where you spray it. Like most people, there is this guy on TikTok, I forgot his name, someone sent it to me a long time ago. Um, And he's like a a fragrance expert. Was showing people. And a lot of people do one on each wrist and then one behind each ear. And like, that's a lot. So you can do one wrist and like the opposite side behind the ear. Why can't I and walk through it? Why? Because it's not concentrated on anywhere. It's just going to sit there.
0: Okay. Well, doesn't it fall on my, on like, doesn't it
1: come? You don't want it. Yeah. But then it sticks on your clothes. You don't want it in your clothes because it changes when it hits fabric oh okay you I want it on your skin memo. it's formulated to be on your skin not on your clothes
0: oh, and it also a lot of okay. the time
1: there are chemicals and alcohol in it it, can, it it doesn't but it can ruin your clothes it's been known which is why people tell you do not wear like put your perfume on before you put your jewelry on okay. because if you it's less of a problem now but you, it used to be if you wore pearls and put perfume on the the perfume would take off the coating on the pearls Only you would know
0: that. Only you would know that, honestly. Well,
1: I know everything. Don't you know that? (laughs) And so also the biggest mistake people make is like they spray one wrist and then like rub their wrists together. Why is that bad? Why? It kills the fragrance cells, apparently. I was told this by the people at Lava. They're like, no, don't do that stupid. If you're just going to spray one wrist, just spray one wrist or spray both. But don't rub them together because it just kills the fragrance.
0: So... What if I get a fragrance that I like and I put it on and we go to on, on, to a party and you smell me and you don't like it? I mean, is that... That's what I'm afraid of, I guess. That's why I'm a little gun shy when it comes to purchasing fragrance, because if I wear it and I like it and I know it can smell differently on different people, depending on your body chemistry, isn't that, I guess that's just the roll of the dice that you take.
1: Well, it is. And I personally don't care. Like my mother, half the time is like, you smell like a Russian hooker, you know, (laughs) it's like what are you doing or she's like you smell like an old lady and i'm like thank you but it's really it's for me it's not for you like uh, if you're married. dating somebody if you're dating somebody or if you're banging somebody or if you're married <laughs> to someone then i guess maybe it's a little different but like <laughs> i am not like it's not that serious like if you don't like what i'm wearing then then step the fuck away like i don't care okay Sorry. but i'm like, curious i was just curious well, it's different if he, like say you wore one and your husband hates it i'm a big fan like i don't support people who are like oh i would never buy that jacket my husband would hate it i don't support that but if it's like a perfume and you're going to be wearing it constantly, like it's a courteous to be like, are you like, do you, do you actively want to vomit when you smell this? And if they say no, <laughs> then you can buy it because otherwise it's like, you don't want them to like avoid you.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, right. And it but was- if I'm at a
1: fashion week party and I smell one that I hate, which happens a lot. I don't say anything, but a lot of the time, like I'm around fragrance so much and I have had so many, that even if I don't like it, I can recognize it right away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I go, that's Tom Ford Oudwood. I, I don't like it, I, but what? it smells great on you.
0: I'm, I'm just so in awe that you can walk by someone and be like, oh, that's the Baccarat, blah, 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 whatever. Well, there I mean- are some
1: fragrances that are so strong and so memorable that you just never forget them. And for me, there's probably only 10 of those. And- It's one of those like five to 10 years ago in New York, it started when the Labo really took off, which is a very cult, very small, very expensive fragrance brand where they bottle it the day you buy it in front of you and they label it with your name. Whoa. It's, It's great. Their signature fragrance is called Santal 33 and it is like sandalwood. It's just, it's to die for. But it took off rapidly in New York. And all of a sudden, it was every woman on the Upper East Side, every woman in Soho, the West Village, Tribeca, all of these rich women were wearing this and fashion people. And then men started wearing it. It smells amazing. But when you pay at minimum $230 for a bottle of perfume, you don't want to smell it on 85 people a day. Valid. Because then you're like, that's annoying. And also, it is so strong. The first time I wore it was to a party at Nordstrom, the Nordstrom opening, I think. And I put too much of it on and I got in the car. My friend was like, <laughs> that it just punched me. I was like, I, well, I didn't know. You're I didn't like, know, what? You're I'd, like, know, well, I'd never <laughs> worn it before. I'd had a sample once and it was like, I sprayed it in the store. So it was different, but it lasts all day. So that's a fragrance when I'm on the street, I can smell it. Nowadays, it's like when people smell it, they're like, oh, that's so 2012 because everybody fucking had this perfume. But it, like Chanel Number no. 5, a million people are going to recognize that on you when you wear it. People are going to say, oh, she's wearing Chanel Number no. 5. She's elegant.
0: I mean, I, you know, when I was in high school, I remember I got the Lauren perfume and that was the first perfume I ever had. And then, um, my sister was wearing loves baby soft. Okay. Um, you don't know what that is cause you're, um, not old enough, but anyway, yes, long story short, then I remember I got a, I think it was like when I was in college, I think I got a bottle of cocoa, cocoa Chanel. And I really liked that. And I was on that for a minute. I swear that bottle lasted me 10 years. Until, and it shouldn't. Until somebody gave me something else. I was like, okay, I guess I'll wear this now.
1: But people don't understand. Fragrance goes bad. Says who? It doesn't say there's a warning label. Like what No, but if it is so say you left it in your in Holly's closet, her desk can is in view of the window. If you left it on your desk and the sun comes into your thing every day and the sun hits the perfume, within a a not super long period, maybe a couple of weeks, it could go bad because sunlight can fuck with the composition of it. So if a fragrance is 10 years old, it's time to get rid of it. Because again, these things are, if, if you want to buy a small bottle, fine. Like again, people who wear the same perfume every single day and put four sprays on a day, you might need the bigger bottle. I hear but you can buy a small one. But I right. also am a very big, I think just like candles and home fragrances, I think the perfume you buy should be proportional to income.
0: Right. I, I, that, that is a good rule. That is a very because good Because I'm actually.
1: sorry, if I if I walked into your house, if you were not to get to pick you up and we were going to dinner and I smelled Victoria's Secret on you, I think <laughs> I would jump into oncoming traffic.
0: Or Beth, Bath and Body Works. Come I on, would, that's my jam. You know,
1: and, no, and for some people, <laughs> that's great. And it's not like, but it's just for me, it, it was very weird for me to smell a fragrance on someone that's super common and like, you know, known when they're wearing a really incredible Chanel dress. It's just, it doesn't really add up to me. And that's just me. Like, again, I have very particular opinions on things. Everybody knows that, and I'm very picky. But I am a big fan of fragrances that don't necessarily smell like fragrances in the in the way that I have smelled. A lot of time in cheaper fragrances, in my opinion, they smell like cologne or perfume. I hate that. I don't want it to smell like that. I want it to smell like rose. I want it to smell like sandalwood. I want it to smell like lime and basil and mandarin or whatever all of these fragrances i want them to smell like something i don't want to be punched in the face with alcohol and a bunch of synthetic Uh, ingredients because then you can smell it right away like and some of them are sickeningly sweet like That's just not my jam. But also as ingredients, like some expensive fragrances are worth it and some expensive fragrances aren't worth it. Certain ones use very, very expensive ingredients like the Rouge Baccarat, Francis Courtejean, one or however the hell you say it. It's one of my favorites and I'm on the cusp of buying it. It's made with a very expensive saffron and a very expensive this and a very, it's like almonds from this region, whatever. And they're very particular about what goes into it, which makes it very expensive to produce then the price goes up and that starts at $300 a bottle and it's
0: how much for
1: two and a half ounces? Okay, which is, so most perfumes come in like either a 30 mil, a 50 mil and a hundred mil. Sometimes they go bigger than that. Like there are some that do a 200 mil bottle. So
0: let's compare it to, for people that aren't familiar, let's compare it to like a bottle of eye drops. So would that be what, what size would that be?
1: They, well, that would be like the size of a, that's smaller than a rollerball. It's like a sample.
0: Oh, okay. So you're looking at something bigger than that for that price point for like $200. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, okay, okay. No,
1: but even for the travel set, which is, I think, about an ounce total or two ounces total, it's $200. It's very expensive. And stuff.
0: how like, long, if you wear it every day, how long should it last you?
1: What do you mean? How long should the bottle last? Yes. If you wear it every day, I've gone through, let me put it this way. I find that when the fragrance itself is stronger, I go through less of it. So like Louis Vuitton makes one of my favorite perfumes ever. It's called Mille and it has raspberry and leather in it, which is a really unusual combination. Sounds and weird. Just, people will, it's what Chloe wears. Chloe and I wear the same one. Actually, she was she gave it to me for my birthday one year, I think. And that's how I got it the first time. And so I was so obsessed with it. And that bottle lasted me two years. I mean, it was also like a three and a half or four ounce bottle. It was a big bottle. But two sprays of that, and I was good for the whole day. It wasn't gone after four hours.
0: I will say that I have never had a perfume that I've been good all day. I, I will admit that. Like, I if I use my Bond Number 9, which is what I have now, I can't smell it by the Well, end and of day. for me,
1: that's one of the... Well, your nose gets, gets used to it also, so you might not be able to smell it anyway, but... I've had three fragrances from bond number nine over the years. I will never buy another one because they're very expensive. And it's, for me, it's just the hype of the bottle and the colors and whatever. It's not worth the money to me. It's very expensive. Yeah, but it's not worth $200 a bottle. I'm sorry. It's not.
0: The very first gift I gave you, I was so proud with the Tom Ford. I've talked about this before the Tom Ford cologne. And you were bitching about, I don't have any perfume and no, 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 no," whatever. And I was like, hello, the Tom Ford. You're like, oh, bitch, uh, that's just gone. I mean, that's gone. That's been gone. That was gone like four months after you gave it to me.
1: Well, because I also like certain fragrances are not made. Like I am a person who likes a lot of varied fragrances in that I rotate and I have sort, sort of tiers of fragrances based on how they last and also how much they cost. One of the perks of my job is that a lot of times it's also turned me into a bit of a princess. <laughs> I hate spending money on fragrances and skincare. Are you a princess
0: or a queen? Let's get it straight now.
1: Sometimes both apparently. <laughs> and so I hate spending money on makeup and skincare because half the time I go to these events and I walk out with eight things of skincare, right? which is amazing. But then when I have to go buy what I actually want, it's like, fuck, I have all this stuff I'm not going to use. So you just so like, i money. had, yeah, you like Goutal, Goutal, this incredibly expensive French perfumer who is a fabulous store on Madison Avenue. We went to one of their parties. I came home with three fucking bottles of perfume. And I, I hated all three of them. I was like, oh, for the love Did of God. Did you give me
0: some perfume? Did you give me some, I can't remember what you've given me. So much. I've given you so
1: many <laughs> perfumes. Like when Badgley Mish, I gave you Badgley Mishka ones.
0: Oh yeah. And I have the um Anna Sui one too.
1: I mean, I have so many perfumes, but I don't like any of those. So I ended up giving them to you. Like Zadig and Voltaire gave me four perfumes at a party once. I gave them all to my mother, like here.
0: Well, is it now unisex? So when you buy a bottle of perfume at a fancy department store, is it for a man or a woman now like the Joe Malone or what? Well, I believe, listen,
1: I believe that gender in in general, gender is a construct. I think whatever you want to wear, if it makes you happy, wear it. That being said, I think a man or a woman can wear, I think a man can wear any fragrance in the world except for Chanel number five. That's for women. I'm sorry. It is. Okay if a guy walks on the street range number five like you smell like a dead grandmother <laughs> like please stop
0: but chanel number five has been around for what a hundred years and has it ever changed no
1: it's the best-selling fragrance of all time
0: god i mean that's just so strange isn't
1: it like it just hasn't no, it, changed it, it, it's one of those ones that just caught on and it, it's like um you know aqua de joe or armani Code or ck eternity it's become like it's a class they're all classic ones which for me are not my favorite. Like I like Chanel Number no. Five. I would never wear it, but you know Chanel makes some really great ones. My favorite are the brands. Like some brands, like Chanel and Dior, have two lines of perfume. They have the ones that are in Macy's, and actually YSL does this too, and so does Givenchy. They have fragrances that are in store only. So, or you can you can now buy some of them online, but they're not going to be in the department stores. So Dior has their Collection Privé, I think it's called. And it makes one of my favorite. It's, oh, dear God, what is it called? Damn it, I can't remember. But it also hits like rose and leather and something. And those are only available at Bergdorf and in their stores because they're the expensive ones and they want to keep it exclusive. But then like, Miss Dior, you can buy it at any Sephora store.
0: So then that's the less strong is what you're saying.
1: Yeah, well, not only that, but also the ingredients are cheaper.
0: Oh, okay. And then they're not going to last as long. So let's talk about the place where you took me in. That was like a
1: lab. It was like a science lab. What was that? I am a huge fan of niche fragrances because they're special, they're unique, they're rare. And I really enjoy sometimes you get to sit down and have a conversation with people about what inspired this fragrance or whatever it is. And so on Madison Avenue, there are several of these stores. There's a bond number nine store, which I've never gone into because I have no interest. In typical fashion, Holly and I were arguing about this. Again, we were walking down Madison Avenue and I was like, this time we're going to go into a perfume store and you're going to smell one and you're going to understand why these are so good. I just wanted to see it. I just wanted to see it. And so I took her into Frédéric Malle, which is a phenomenal French brand, which makes one of my favorite perfumes, which is called Music for a While, which has pineapple in it of all things. And it's the most lovely smelling thing in the world. I get so many compliments on that. Anyway- I took her in there and she like starts smelling them and she's like getting, she's like, hmm, this is nice. This is nice. This is nice. I mean, I liked them. And she leaves, she leaves with a sample for one. And the woman, of course, in there was very chic. She was wearing Hermes bracelets and, you know, oh, yeah, cashmere sweater. French. And, uh, French. Very fabulous. Yeah. And then, but I didn't, didn't have that reaction from Holly that I was looking for. So the next day, while we were on our Joe Malone adventure, where I forced her to buy room diffusers because I was tired of seeing <laughs> Glade candles. <laughs> We walk by the Francis Okay,
0: <laughs> Let me just back up. Okay. First of all, if you need a candle in a hurry, I'm not mad at you for going to the grocery store and grabbing up an Airwick candle or a glade candle. I grabbed a glade candle and Nolan, it was, we almost got divorced over it. Like it I don't mind bad. a glade
1: candle for normal people. And it for was- me, I can <laughs> have a glade candle, but listen, I'm sorry. Cause some people prioritize certain things, right? And like, I have put luxury, like I don't travel. Well, no, that's actually not true. But <laughs> as we say, I don't travel expensively, but that's not true. But I mean, like, I, I don't, n- not every part of my life is luxurious. I prioritize things. You like nice things across the board. You can't have a fucking Glade candle. I'm sorry.
0: Okay. Work. The point is, I didn't think that was grounds for divorce. It was. Appa-
1: apparently it was. Um, I Nolan. almost needed to take an Ativan. I was like, where, I was like, someone give me an inhaler.
0: And I said to Nolan, I'm not spending $100 on a candle. He said, you don't have to. You spend $100 on a room diffuser. We went this whole discussion. Then he said, we're going to go to the perfume store. Continue your story. Go ahead. So
1: we go to Bloomingdale's, and because of course, who doesn't love Bloomingdale's in New York? I'm not a huge fan of Bloomingdale's outside of New York because I just don't think they're that special, but the ones in New York are amazing.
0: The one in Atlanta, eh? It's okay. Yeah, the
1: one in Boston, eh? Eh. Except, although we have a friend who works there, Isabel. She's lovely, but.
0: Oh, yeah, she works at Bloomingdale's now. Just kidding.
1: Side note, side note. (laughs) Um, So we're walking out after Homegirl lost her mind a little bit when I made her spend a fortune on room diffusers. And we go by Francis Curtis. And I said, this is the other brand I was telling you about. Let's stop and smell
0: that. I really liked.
1: She smelled these two. One has rose and lychee and one is just rose. And she fell in love with them. And I'm like, see, finally you get it. That and those was are the reaction. Expensive.
0: That was the reaction that I definitely loved those. I don't like the concentrated ones as much as I like the lighter ones. And that's what I found out.
1: Right. And that one, the one that has a lychee in it, I believe is an, O. Oh, I think it's an eau de perfume or it's, it might be even be an eau de toilette, but because some of those brands like Francis Cartagena is known for using super strong concentrated perfume oils, their eau de toilette is going to be a hell of a lot stronger than one from another brand.
0: I mean, it was really great, and I said, "Do you have any samples?" She's like, "No." I was like, "You're dead to me," but that's okay. Nolan has a memory like a freaking elephant, so he knows exactly what I liked. So we're gonna go back back to Bloomingdale's, and I'm gonna get it because I'm still using the Bond Number Nine and the Juicy Couture perfume that my old trainer three trainers ago, literally said, I got this perfume from my mother-in-law and I don't like it. I was like, okay, I'll take it. And it literally is Juicy Couture.
1: Now we're divorced. Anyway, are you trying to give me a heart attack?
0: So I have that. I have Anna Sui. I have the other samples. I have Hermes. Hello, I have Hermes perfume, not because I bought it, but because it's a sample.
1: Did they give it to you when you bought your bag? Of course. (laughs) I have
0: have two of those. I have a lot of different ones. Yeah, but the samples,
1: like some people, I'm one of those people that I'm, I like a variety of fragrances. You strike me as someone who would just want one and be, have it forever and not have to think about it.
0: What am I going to do? Am I going to throw away these, but I guess I have used them. No,
1: you, well, yeah. And also you keep them in your clutches when you go out at night.
0: Uh, See, loving that journey for me. (laughs) see that's why I keep you around that is smart I did not think about that
1: right so currently in my because I want to give before we go I want to give my recommendations of like the best brands to look for in every price point because there are great brands in every price point for fragrance like it's not just an expensive thing hit it I have I have to turn and look because I'm looking at a whole tray of them god this is embarrassing
0: (laughs) I mean is it like my mother with like her tray her mirror tray of perfumes
1: yeah kind of so (laughs) I have two from Juliet has a gun never heard of it It's a brand they have at Sephora that I love. One is called Moscow Mule, which just smells like a Moscow Mule. It smells like vodka and lime. It's really sexy. Oh, I I might like that. It literally smells, and it lasts about 20 minutes, which is what annoys me, but I love it. Okay. Killian, which is a very expensive brand, has one that's similar called Vodka on the Rocks. And I came home wearing it one day. My mother's like, have you been drinking? I'm like, (laughs) no, I haven't.
0: Rarely. This one time, no, I haven't been drinking. No. Okay.
1: Um, And then I also have Midnight Oud from them, which is Rose and Oud, which is one of my favorite combos. Um, Next to that, we have Tom Ford Fucking Fabulous, one of my favorites. Tom Ford Soleil Blanc. I love that one.
0: I mean, do you not look and say, okay, I have enough?
1: No, I don't. Because what happens is I usually buy one or two a year. And so I always have a constant collection going. But the past two years, I haven't really bought any.
0: Well, people give them to you as gifts, though, too.
1: Yeah, but like most of them... I've ended up going through a lot of what I had because I wasn't buying them. So now I'm, I, I've bought three this year because I was running out. And so I just bought Joe Malone Pomegranate Noir. I have Joe Malone Lime Basil and Mandarin.
0: That's your jam.
1: It's one of my jams. I have music for a while from Frederic Malle. <laughs> and Looking at me like staring me in the face. Chanel Boy, which I haven't worn that in forever. I should wear that tomorrow.
0: Where are you going tomorrow?
1: Whole Foods. Okay. Oh, and another favorite brand of mine is Atelier Cologne, because for the price point, their stuff's amazing. And then what else? I'm trying to think. I have so many, it's a problem. Anyway.
0: So if you want to spend a normal people's amount of money on perfume, what is your suggestion?
1: Go to Sephora, because the girls there are always brilliant. Okay. But if you're looking in like the under $100 a bottle, like normal people, one of my favorites is Hermes Twilly.
0: And they sell that at Sephora?
1: Yes. Okay. It's one of the few Hermes ones they sell at Sephora. It smells amazing. It lasts really well. It's relatively affordable. Also in that same category are the replica fragrances from Margiela. There's like eight of them. Okay. And they have one in every category. Is and that at amazing? That's also a f- at Sephora. And what's okay. nice about that is, is despite it, even like, you can get like a, a three and a half ounce bottle for $130, which is like, what, 40 bucks an ounce? That's not bad for a good perfume.
0: But your argument is it should be an extension of your wardrobe. A hundred percent. Okay. Okay. Got it. Everybody listen to that here. I'm taking notes because I just didn't get it. I didn't care. I mean, again, you're going to buy me a bottle of perfume. Great. I'll use it. Like, that's just. No, but it, it should
1: match what you like and what you want to put right? out in the world.
0: I feel you on that.
1: Like, Replica is super amazing. And I think there are stuff, like, they just came out with one called Bubble bath. <laughs>
0: Oh, that sounds good.
1: They have really fun, like they have fun names like Jazz Club and like By the Fire and in the Library, so and things if some, like that.
0: If some lady out there or man, what was mm-hmm. the difference? Wants to buy for a man, she, so the old fashioned cologne is out. Like
1: no, 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 no. Straight men still wear them. Okay,
0: so straight <laughs> men go to the cologne section at the department store and hook it up with the somebody who works at the department store.
1: Yeah, 100%. But if you have the budget, like the Tom Ford private collection is like 20 different fragrances and they're mostly unisex. Okay. But it, I just, I'm one of those people that I don't like to give fragrance as a gift. And personally, I don't think anybody should give fragrance as a gift unless you know exactly what they like. Well, I just like did for you because you're so like, personal. I
0: want that perfume. That's the only no, exa- reason it. No, why. but exactly. But
1: you know exactly what I want.
0: Right. I would have never been able to pick it out. Exactly. You,
1: because you, told you me. don't know, you're right. You don't know what they're going to like. And so if you want to give fragrance as a gift, Sephora has this amazing thing. Even if you don't want to do it as a gift for somebody, you just want it for yourself. They do these things called the fragrance samplers. We talked about them in our Christmas gift guide. They're like little bags and it comes with like six or eight fragrance samples and it's like $68 or whatever. And you can wear them for a couple days each to see which ones you like. And then at the end, they give you a certificate. You go and redeem it and they give you a full size bottle of whichever uh, one you That's
0: right. We did talk about that. We, we did talk about that.
1: It's a really, really great way to figure out what you like, have an opportunity to wear it and then get what you want. Right. And it's also, it's affordable. I mean, $68. It's still, I mean, it's a lot for average, average America. Like fragrance is an extension of your outfit. So I think if you're super into fashion or super into home or just style in general, I think it's a really important thing. I mean, there are other really amazing brands like in the next price point up, like DS and Durga, which is based in Brooklyn that has amazing stuff. Penhaligans from London. Oh my God. One of my favorite brands. They have one called Halfetti that is like mind-blowingly incredible. And then you've got like lavabo and Atelier Cologne, and they all have really amazing fragrances. Is
0: it kind of like food? Like it tastes this way to me, but it could taste that way to
1: you? A hundred percent. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. Some fragrances like Atelier Cologne, just most of they're not, I don't want to say they're monotonous because it's not what I mean. But all of their perfumes, it's not like a bundle of flowers. It's just rose or just iris or just jasmine. And they put in a little bit of something else to complement it. But it's almost like you're getting one single focus with each of their fragrances, which I really love about their stuff. So if you really love grapefruit, their grapefruit one is just straight grapefruit. If you really love vetiver, their vetiver one is straight vetiver pretty much.
0: Now, what about essential oils? Is that not even the same planet?
1: I don't use them. I've never used them. I don't mind people who use them. It's just not my thing. I like a fragrance. It's not the same, then. It's the not oil, the same. It's not the same. Okay. And they they do make perfume oil, but I mean, eh. I'm not, the essential oil is different. Like, I don't, there are some things that I just don't think need to be all natural. <laughs> okay. Just terrible of me, but it's true.
0: I mean, it's just, I really learned, I mean, I, that's why we continue to learn off each other. Because I really have never, my mother always had a, million bottles. She always had Chanel number five. This was in the eighties. And then the only ones I knew of were the ones that people gave me. And I was like, okay, great. I just didn't know any different. I've ever been schooled about it. I know people can take course. Can't you take courses? Uh, you know, at FIT oh, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just a, it's a really huge industry that I never have even explored. Cause it just was never of interest to me. And now that I kind of know what I like, I'm kind of in- interested in it now because I never knew yeah. and well, I never had to care. I guess I have to care now.
1: And the reason brands put so much emphasis behind it is a lot of the time it's a more accessible price point for the majority of people to buy into the brand. Okay. So the reason a brand and like Dior puts Charlize Theron on the cover of Dior, like the TV mm-hmm, commercials mm-hmm. and in the print is a lot of people love Charlize Theron and they're very loyal to her and they love Dior and they see what she wears on the red carpet and they want to be a part of that. But they can't afford a $400,000 gown that's right. old couture. They can't afford even a Lady Dior handbag that's $5,000. Like That's a huge expense to most people. So $100 mm-hmm. in a bottle of perfume is a much more palatable way for them to engage with the brand.
0: And it can last. That's the thing. It, it's yeah, well, it's not gone in a day. It, it, well, Yeah, it lasts.
1: But for, on the brand's perspective, beauty and fragrance is the biggest seller for them.
0: Because that's what people can afford.
1: Right. So like one of the most famous men's fragrances, La Male from Jean-Paul Gaultier. For years, like Gaultier was the chief designer at Hermes for a while. So personally, he had a fuck ton of money. But his clothes were were very niche. They were not sold to everybody because they were just too edgy. What saved him was the fact that La Male was doing so incredibly well that it gave him the money to do other things. Brands like YSL, a lot of YSL, I mean, YSL makes money in other places, same with Dior and Chanel and Hermes. but a lot of their money comes from the fragrance part and it allows them to then, it allows Chanel to then go spend $8 million on an haute couture show mm-hmm, because they've made mm-hmm. so much money on number five. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I cannot believe it's still just as popular now. That's I really would say more so that's remarkable. Actually. It, it just, it really is. I mean, and I, And, and, you know, of course I knew Louis Vuitton made perfume, but I didn't even think about it until we were talking
1: about it yesterday. They didn't until I want to say two years ago, because when I first was into like Louis Vuitton, I remember saying like, oh, they don't make perfume. That's so weird. And then it came out in an article and I think it was the CEO at the time said like, you know, that's the last thing we haven't done. And so once we do it, there's nowhere further for us to go. But then they did it two years ago and Louis Vuitton's perfumes are phenomenal. Absolutely like phenomenal.
0: If you say that they must be good cuz you are a perfume snob, honey. I am, they
1: but they just they smell so incredible and the bottles are amazing and what I like about them is say I finish my bottle, so my bottle of Milfo is is pretty empty. She's she needs to be refilled. <laughs> it's like 250 for a bottle. She's drunk on her side right she's now. She's like yeah, she's like <laughs> she's had better days. They're so sweet like so it's 250 to buy a new bottle. If I bring them back this bottle and ask them to refill it it's only 150. It's cheaper. Oh. They refill, which most places don't, but Louis Vuitton does. They will also like my bottle is engraved with my name. They do that it is with the nice. laser in the store, which is really cute.
0: Okay. All this will be in the show notes. You're the, what's going to put the nail in the coffin for me is that I have the Joe Malone diffusers that you made me buy. They're still in the box. Of course they are. I, I don't know where to put them. Should I put them in my room? Should I put them right when you walk in next to the dog treats? Should I put them in the living room where we hang out? Should I put the, I don't know where to put Ideally, them. Ideally
1: you should have them not in every room, but I would have two downstairs. Okay. Cause I, cause I know what your house looks like. I would put one maybe right when you walk in and then I would put one maybe on the mantle or, okay, you know, right next to Alexa. Okay. Um, I just, I then, really
0: was that I'm just scared. Like, I don't know
1: upstairs. I would put one in your closet. Okay.
0: I was going to put one up here, but I was like, I don't want to waste it. Cause I'm not up here that much. And I, I don't but know. It's I not just... a
1: waste. You have to look at it. You have to stop thinking about it that way because it genuinely does add to your home. When you walk in and the home smells the same way, the whole whole way through the house, like our friend Maristella, right? The other day I texted her because I got a Joe Malone, I got this whole box. And so they sent me some samples. And it had English pear and freesia, which I haven't smelled in a million years. The second I sprayed it, my first thought was, this smells like Maristella's house because she uses those diffusers in the whole house. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it, like, it almost brought back like happy memories of like hanging out at the house with them and seeing them and whatever. I love the fact that, I mean, and they switch up like their diffusers, but they'll use the same one in the whole house. So like right now, I think they're using a different one, but the whole house smells beautiful.
0: All right. I'm, I'm going to unbox them. I'm going to put them out. I probably need a couple more. I don't have any more Glade candles, for God's sakes. And it's going to upset you that much.
1: I it have is. An, I, it I am. gave me heart palpitations. You like, aspirin.
0: <laughs> he picked it up like a, I don't even know what, like a rotten piece of fruit was like, I'm sorry, am I high or what is this? I said, oh, it's a candle. We were having a, whatever a problem. I just thought I'd light it. He was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. This is not going to happen. Not Not on my
1: watch. Not on my watch, boo. Have you ever seen the video, that woman from the Oprah show, La Fix My Life?
0: Oh, I love her. Uh, Read all her
1: books. (laughs) No, she like smacks the table and goes, not on my watch. Oh, I love her. God. That's me with the Glade candle. (laughs) Not on my watch.
0: As entertaining as this is, we got to wrap it up. Nolan, you have been the guest today.
1: Thank you for dropping all the knowledge on the fragrance. It's one of my one of my many areas of expertise. We'll add it to your list of endearing qualities. The list is getting too long to manage at this point. It is. It
0: is getting pretty long. And we're adding dating coach to my profile because I have made a successful match for one of my clients.
1: You're welcome. Anyway. Some um, call it overstepping boundaries. Holly calls it helping. <laughs>
0: excuse me for wanting her to live a happy and fulfilled life okay my
1: favorite is though so holly gets a new <laughs> client and holly gets a new client during COVID, right and she's like their neighbors so she goes into chats with her whatever she likes me she's like we gotta get you on online dating i'm like holly you haven't even been through this woman's closet yet do not put her on match.com or tinder yet like let the poor woman breathe and holly's like no we got her online we've got her matches she's having a date next week i'm like one of first of all pandemic second of all You've known, you've met her twice. Leave the poor woman alone. Um, First of all,
0: I will not ignore a cry for help, okay? And we saw each other in the neighborhood. We started talking. I told the story before. Let's just say there is a for sale sign in her yard right now because she moved in with her boyfriend. Ding! You're welcome, okay? We met
1: six months ago. That sounds like a train wreck.
0: Okay, well, let's just hope when she calls me...
1: It's not my business.
0: When I get a wedding invitation... I'll make sure to let you know. Okay? Your, poor you husband,
1: might... <laughs> your poor husband, because you know what he's going to say. <laughs> Great. I have to get dressed up now because Holly doesn't know what boundaries are.
0: Listen, the world is better for it. Okay. That's true. More the, love, less the hatred. The world is better for it. And she did not hesitate to jump on that train, my friend. Like I said,
1: for sale sign.
0: Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Okay. Okay.
1: Totally unrelated, but there's our tangent for the day.
0: <laughs> exactly. Okay. Okay. Please follow us. This was a great interview, Noli. I'm so happy that you've schooled everyone on fragrance. This will be a good one. I'm so excited to share this with the world. Please follow us. If you would like to be a guest on our podcast, please let us know because let's just keep it real. We're not that picky and uh, we need um, more people and more fun people. So we're Twitter, Fashion Crimes P. We are Instagram, Fashion Crimes Podcast, Facebook, hit us up, hit us in the DM. Nolan, love you. Call you in five minutes. Love you. Call you in five minutes. Bye. Bye. I'm Holly Katz, and you've been listening to Fashion Crimes Podcast. You can follow Fashion Crimes Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Do us a solid and go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join us next week as we investigate, discover, and laugh hysterically at ourselves and other people.